Hi, doctors. Welcome to the Holistic Professional Success Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Grant, and we're excited for pod two. Pod two is, is titled, Be an Expert Without Taking the Time to Be an Expert. And that's something that's really important because, and we're talking about holistic health professionals, uh, one of the big factors there is about how can I be holistic? I don't have enough time to do what I already you know, went to school for, my expertise. I'm already, you know, my days are completely booked as far as just doing adjustments all day or doing surgeries all day or whatever it is your expertise is, um, you feel already overwhelmed, but you want to be holistic. So how do you be an expert and be truly holistic without taking all the extra time? You know, there's only so many hours in a day and you need to spread that out. Well, that's what this podcast is about today is how you can do that and how holistic professionals around the world have done it. And um, we're going to start through the system to be able to accomplish that. And it's really an exciting thing to be able to understand. So let's just go ahead and start with the problems of being a holistic health professional and um, being able to truly treat the whole body. The first problem is it's tough balancing expertise with the other things needed to be knowledgeable in, okay? Um, how do we balance that when I, I need to put my studies into being an expert in, let's say it's uh, adjustments or worrying about the spine and subluxations if you're a chiropractor, <clears throat> whether it's surgery, studying up on the surgeries and those types of things that, um, you know, how do I balance that expertise to be the best at it with also trying to be the best at other things. So that, that's number one. Number two is going to be you have a hard time um, being able to find the time with each patient to be holistic with the patient. I don't have time to teach them exercise protocols, nutrition protocols, the right supplement protocols, the testing to find out the supplement protocols on top of what I already do. So the time to be holistic with each patient. Am I going to see one patient a day, three patients a day? You know, how can I make that work? And so we're going to discuss that. And the third problem being not knowing what systems or tools um, to use to help the patients to be, to be holistic. Like, what do I do in the area of, of, of mindset? What do I do in the area of nutrition, of exercise, supplementation? You know, I know what to do in my area and what to provide and the services I provide and what to send to them to become more knowledgeable in that area and to help, you know, whether it be, you know, how to improve their posture or different things like that. Whatever it might be, you already know, but what about the other areas? So those are the three things. So let's break it down today. Number one, the tough uh, factor of balancing your expertise with other things you need to be an expert in if you're going to be holistic. <clears throat> so in order to understand that, I want to go and tell you a story, and I'm going to probably butcher it a bit because I've been told it from so many different angles, and I looked it up to see what the truth was, and uh, even that people have different views on what happened. So I'm just going to give you the story that is most prevalent today. And so for those of you that are scholars in history, uh, forgive me if I butchered a bit, but it's about the point. And the point being uh, comes from the story of Henry Ford. And Henry Ford being a person that um, had a very low education, as a lot of you know, I believe it was like third grade education. <clears throat> but then he um, built uh, this great company, the Ford Motor Company, and the internal combustion engine, really the one to actually bring and design it to the point where um, it was the first mass-made engine out there and uh, really you know, transformed the world. But anyways, he was taken to court because the thought and the premise was that you don't have the ability, having just a third grade or, or you know, low education, to be able to be doing these things and having internal combustion engines that can blow up and all of this different stuff. Who are you to be able to put this out in the world? 
and being an expert in this area, and he was really being hammered on, and uh, he was sitting there as the story goes in court, and they were hammering him on these questions and stuff about um, physics and the internal combustion engine and different uh, factors of business and things, and he really got upset because he wasn't the best orator, but um, he was one of the best business minds ever in history, and he finally got upset, and he threw his fist down on the table and says, look, if you come to my office and you ask me a question in the physics of the internal combustion engine, whatever it might be, I might not know the answer. I don't have to know the answer, but I have a little set of buttons on my desk, and I'll push one of those buttons, and a PhD in that field will come in and answer your question. I don't have to know all the answers, but I have to surround myself with those who do. Case closed, the rest was history. And so the point being from the Henry Ford story, no matter how it actually went down, was that he understood the importance of assembling a team so that he didn't have to be an expert in each area. He had his expertise, but he surrounded himself with experts in different areas so that he could be holistic, to be able to put an entire car together from the tires and suspension and the engine and the interior and everything that had to go with it. That he was, it was a holistic uh, entity, a car is, just like we are looking to treat our patients holistically, and he understood that. So we're going to take the Henry Ford um, understanding and be able to take that to your clinic to help you. So tough balancing expertise with other things needed to be knowledgeable on. You don't have to be an expert in all those areas, but you do have to associate yourself with those who are. You have to assemble your mastermind group. And I referred in pod one about um, the book I read called Think and Grow Rich way back in the 80s. And um, during this time, it really it was life-changing to me because I was frustrated of not having enough time to learn everything that's needed in all the different areas I wanted to know about. And then coming to that realization that I didn't have to know everything about all those areas, but I needed to just find the people that did. And I assembled my mastermind group. Like, I'm going to ask you to assemble yours. In my situation, it was a little different because I knew in the area of nutrition and formulations and, uh, and exercise that those were my focuses, especially nutrition and, and formulating. And so I went out and found the world's leading authority in enzymes. I went out and found the world's leading authority in probiotics, Dr. Kim Jahani, the world's leading authority, uh, the Vic Rathies and that of the world, um, Dr. Harvey Ashmead in minerals, all these different people that I assembled together were the world's leading experts based on peer review research and all the different things that were out there. And that team became my mentor group. So I didn't have to become an expert, but I could get on a phone call or shoot a message over to get questions answered, to be able to get the expert advice and be able to then disseminate that. And that's what we want you to be able to do. So the balancing act really is to be able to, number one, Assemble your mastermind group. That's what I'm going to ask you to do. So number one, if you're taking notes, assemble your mastermind group, and I'd write down the word fitness. Focused and intense thought is the F-I-T. The N is nutrition. The E is the exercise, and the S-S, specific supplementation. Find who are your experts in that area, and I'm going to propose that we could be that for you um, with a few exceptions. We'll bring in a few other experts, and I'll give you some choices of people, that, at least that we've known and learned over the last few decades, that can be great people to help in those areas. And that'll be the, the, the mindset, nutrition, exercise, supplement side of it. And then you're the expert in whatever area it is that you went to school for, that you're a practitioner of, again, whether it be chiropractic, whether it be massage, whether it be surgery, whatever it might be, um, 
then you already got that handled. And so the only other areas that you'll need to look at is areas of like the business, the marketing, and we'll help with those areas too. But find that team and assemble it, and that's what's going to help you to be able to not have to be an expert in every area, but be looked at as a person to come for the expert advice in each area. Do you see the difference? Is that, that hopefully, or we know we're known for um, being experts in different areas because we'll get calls from TV stations, from different people on different things, and it might not be the area that I feel I'm the expert in, but I guarantee someone on my team is, and I'm able to get that question, filled it, and answer it um, through the mastermind group that we've assembled to be able to help with. So that's what we want you to do. So I answered to number one, the test balancing the expertise. You don't have to be an expert, but you have to surround yourself with those and assemble your team. So that's the first thing you're going to do. We're going to help guide you through that. Number two, hard to find time to be holistic with every patient. In other words, the amount of time you spend with patients, um, how in the world can you be holistic and have a thriving practice? Well, it comes down to one word, and this is a key word, uh, systems. So you'll notice the name of our company is Optimal Health Systems. And systems is really the key because when you have systems in place, you can accomplish anything. A uh, great example of that, um, a great man by the name Michael Gerber, he wrote a book called The, the um, E-Myth, Entrepreneurial Myth, and he talked about the story of McDonald's and how McDonald's can do what it's done, even though we might know some of the bad stuff with the food, but from a model itself, the expertise that they accomplished a lot because everything was in systems. I had a great friend of mine I grew up with that um, was mentally handicapped and had some issues. It was pretty severe, but he tried to stay in the same grade with us, at least going to a few events and things growing up so he can have some normalcy. Um, but he couldn't go through normal school and all that uh, because his uh, condition was so severe. <clears throat> but growing up, he worked for almost two decades. I think it was like 17 years at McDonald's. And many times I'd go to pick him up and, and, or take him there and pick him up at different times so he can have a ride home and things. And it amazed me that he could work at McDonald's. And uh, so I asked him about it one day, and he had permission to have me come in there and went in the back. And I said, what do you do all day, Lincoln? His name was Lincoln Smith. And uh, uh, Lincoln opened up this binder, and it had a picture of a bun. And he got a bun out. He turned the page, and it had a picture of, like, I think it was ketchup or mustard of how much to put where. So he put it exactly where it showed in the picture. Turn the page. He put the patty and so on, you know, uh, and built. And he was able to work in this place at being able to help um, with this great, you know, business model because there was a system in place. He just had to follow it. And so he was able to do it and do it efficiently. So we want to make sure that you have systems in place that you just follow or you have people follow. Like you don't have to be the one to do everything, doctor. You have people that follow as long as you help set that system up, that they just follow that and they're able to go through. So that number one thing is to be able to have systems. And the systems are twofold. The system is how your practice runs to be able to where to put things and what different people do, but also the systems for your patients. Now, for example, let's go to exercise. Not all of you have exercise rehab clinics to where you have equipment there and people can exercise there to go through the rehab um, to <clears throat> get past the, the problems of their condition or to actually have optimal health or whatever it might be. I'm not saying you need to go out and buy hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment to do that and, and uh, might not be your desire. But what do you do in that, that area? Well, it's simple. You, you come up with a program that you feel comfortable with that someone like we make or someone makes 
and um, you give that to the patient. Okay, patient, you have a problem with L4, L5, you have a little subdistal, you can't do a bunch of exercises, but here's a exercise program for you to do at home. It consists of some stretches, some movements that won't put pressure on the spine in that area, um, so it won't exacerbate and cause more problems, but it'll actually help heal it because we'll actually be strengthening the muscles to keep the spine um, from coming down on it or whatever it is. I don't get into details, of course, but, but the point being is that you can still exercise and around that area and keep the body fit and keep the, the mindset strong and serotonin going and everything that's needed as you're going through it. And you didn't have to spend a lot of time with the patient because if you just had that little program, um, whether it be in video form or workbook form and say, okay, here's the program. You notice that three times a week, it takes you about 20 minutes, just follow it. If you have questions, call my staff. Boom, you've taken care of the exercise in less than 30 seconds with the patient because you had a system. And you had a system that you're able to give to the patient that they were able to do. And then you have a staff that's trained that if there's anything come up, they know about it and they're able to go through. So you have to go through it one time, have the different exercise protocols in place for the different conditions and boom, you give it to the patient. So I hope you're understanding what I'm talking about with systems because we'll go into each of those areas in future podcasts about exactly what to do in each of those areas, nutrition, exercise, specific supplementation, and so on. But I just want to get you the understanding when we're talking about hard to find time to be holistic with the patient, you don't have to spend a lot of time with the patient in each area. The mindset, we're going to find out what you do with the mindset, different tools to give to the patient to help them mentally and to focus and to uh, help them when, uh, spend time each day to meditate, whatever, to be able to help with their overall health and well-being. And it's just a tool you can give them, whatever tool that is, and we'll go over some options. Uh, the nutrition side of it, we have booklets that we can give them on uh, nutrition programs to do to lose weight, to gain muscle, to uh, eat, to be able to heal faster, and those types of things. And there's just protocols. Uh, there's condition protocols. In our condition protocol book, that it tells about the nutrition and the, the, the different foods that are great for different conditions, whether you've got arthritis or diabetes or just pain, whatever it might be, <clears throat> anti-inflammatory foods. So the nutrition side is handled also by you just giving them these tools. You don't have to spend all the time to teach them. This is what a macronutrient is, a protein, a carb, a fat. You don't have to do that. I have an actual book that, that we give you for free called Nutrition 101 that you can give to the patient through digital so it doesn't cost anything and it's right there for them. That takes them through nutrition knowledge. If they go through Nutrition 101, um, the actual book, they'll have this knowledge of knowing what to eat and what it means, what a macronutrient is, what a micronutrient is, um, how to uh, look at different foods and labels and things like that. And you did that for them. You taught them that by just giving them that book and that information. So that's how we become experts and be able to not have to spend extra time with the patient. You're going to be able to hit each area, but just have the tools to give the patient so you can focus in on what you do best and spend the majority of your time doing that. So that answers number two. You have hard time finding uh, the time to be holistic with each patient. There's an answer for that, and that's systems, systems for number two. And the third area, not knowing what systems or tools to use to help patient with all the areas. It kind of goes back to that a little bit is, okay, Doug, I've got it. I'm supposed to use systems in my clinic to help with the mindset, the nutrition, the exercise, the supplements, and that. Uh, but what are they? What do I do? And, you know, how do I get all this accomplished? What do I do? Step one. One our step way to help, step one is to just, number one, understand the need to be holistic, that it can be done. Uh, it can be done at a higher level, even if you're already being holistic in your clinic. And we're going to help you with that by going through each of these areas, bringing in the experts, giving you different options, and you just choose what resonates with you. 
what resonates with you to teach your patients about mindset, about being able to meditate, being able to find that time and that space to clear themselves. There's lots of tools out there. And so we're going to go through that. What are you going to use for nutrition? What nutrition do you believe in? Do you believe in plant-based? Do you believe um, in keto and all these different things that are out there? And um, whatever it is that you believe in, and if you don't have a set belief, I'm going to help you with that a little bit based on the research uh, to guide you in what we believe and be able to then once you decide on what you believe and what resonates with you, to be able just to get the tools in place to, to be able to present to your patient the area of nutrition. The same with exercise like we talked about and with supplementation. A big, huge area of supplementation we're going to be spending time with uh, on this because it's an ever-growing area of all the research that's out and all the things. Um, as we make this podcast right in the middle of a quarantine at the time called <clears throat> because of COVID-19. I've been doing a lot of, of, of lectures and that, whether it be on Zoom meetings or out um, teaching different people, YouTube and that, and questions that are coming in um, on nutrition and supplementation. And uh, for example, the research that shows that food nitrates will stop the replication of the coronavirus. And so we've been doing a lot of, of educating on it and bringing in new patients for doctors and clients and things been taking advantage of whatever time's going on. Right now it's a quarantine time for us, but we're finding ways to be holistic within that to actually still build practices. And so we're teaching people about um, do using the creatine nitrate chews, the OptiBFF, to be able to get the nitrates in people's body at the same time eating more arugula, more beets, and those things, so that if they do, the virus does hit them, it stops the replication. So that's new research, that's information that we'll keep providing to you through these podcasts, but how do you implement supplementation with your patients? Uh, do it in a way that builds your credibility. We're gonna be spending lots of time on that because there's ways to do it to build your credibility and to do it right, especially since we are a whole food manufacturer, one of the few left that, that haven't sold out to the pharmaceutical companies and that. So that's one of the areas of being holistic that we're gonna work with and in a big way so that we'll always be able to provide you with that new research and you can look to this podcast to be able to be a part of the holistic professional success podcast uh, to get that new research. So as we're guiding you through the stairway uh, to health for yourself, for your patients, for your clinic, we're also going to be bringing in the new research as it comes out so you can stay up to date on things and be able to stay the expert in all these areas without spending a lot of extra time. So doctors, I hope that pod two was beneficial for you to have you understand how you can be an expert without taking the time to be an expert in your clinic, assembling that mastermind group and going forward. And that's what you have to look forward to in the rest of the podcast here with me in the Holistic Professional Success Podcast. Have a great day.